0: Our focus is on making the sport safer and and, and more inclusive, and in rebuilding that trust. The, the trust won't be rebuilt overnight, but Canadians should know that the new leadership at Hockey Canada is very committed to getting it right. We have every confidence that we will be able to do so.
1: Welcome back to a little more conversation. My name is Chelsea Bird, your guest host for tonight, and that's Hugh L. Fraser, the new chair of Hockey Canada's board of directors. Uh, talking about the loss of public confidence in Hockey Canada. And it's no secret that there has been a lot of lost public confidence. And it all started with the news of an alleged 2018 group sexual assault. And it was this accusation that was sort of the first domino to fall in what became the collapse of Hockey Canada as we know it. But what's happening now with that accusation? There are some more details that we have, and we're going to get to them right now with our next guest, who is a senior writer for the Globe and Mail. Grant Robertson is joining us this evening. Grant, thank you so much for making the time. Good to talk to you.
0: Great to talk to you. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, this is a huge conversation, and this has been a, a big story that's captured a lot of Canadians attention now for months. So if you can can you sort of bring us up to this point that we're that we find ourselves at right now. Just summarize for us if you can in your own words, Grant, what what led us to to the place that we find ourselves now with Hockey Canada.
0: Well, really what this entire story for most of the year about Hockey Canada, what what what's really at the heart of it is um a lack of disclosure and a lack of transparency. So, uh, you know, right from the emergence of the allegations of the sexual assault that took place um, allegedly in 2018, um, that only became known this spring. And so, there's not any transparency, not any disclosure about the problem, and that's really what uh, really what touched off the government and made them upset, and of course, they called federal hearings, and there's mm-hmm. been you know, several rounds of those that have progressed over the year where they've criticized Hockey Canada for not being forthcoming in their answers, not answering questions, um, and not really taking ownership of this and uh, how they handled uh, this investigation uh, in, into the matter. So, what, where we are now in the process is we're starting to see the investigations that were reopened into the sexual assault uh, start they're starting to be be finished so we saw this week uh, Hockey Canada say it's third-party investigation they hired a law firm to 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 restart an investigation into what happened and whether there needs to be you know further steps taken they say that investigation is now complete Uh, we don't know the results of that Uh, they're going to be kept confidential Um, because there's also a, a police investigation in London, Ontario, that's been reopened this year. And so there's a, also a third investigation by the National Hockey League. And in the fall, they said they were close to wrapping that up, That wrapping that one up. They, they sort of walked back those comments uh, in the past few weeks, saying that, you know, they're, they're getting close, but they're not quite finished. What it looks like is everybody's waiting to see what the police in London, Ontario are going to do. And, uh, of course the the um, the news of this week really centers around documents that um, my colleague Robin Doolittle at the Globe and Mail uh, obtained from the crown um uh in London who's uh you know who are overseeing the the case and mm. what it what it is 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 uh, uh you know motions for warrants and, and things like that and essentially the upshot of that one is it looks like the Lon- the police in London believe there's grounds uh, that uh you know, five players could face charges. Uh, what we don't know is if charges will proceed. So that's that's sort of where we are right now.
1: Yeah, there are still a lot of big question marks. Thank you for summarizing that so succinctly. I think that was that was a really a great summary of of sort of what's been a very complicated and and layered situation that has been going on for uh, for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. But that brings us to these these documents now. So police investigators in London say, as you just said, Grant, that there, is, there are reasonable grounds to believe that five members of the 2018 World Junior Hockey Team sexually assaulted a woman in a hotel room. What else do we know from those documents? What, what, what can we acknowledge that has been revealed?
0: Well, there are a few pretty startling revelations in these documents. You know, um, The details of the night for most of the year have been known through the, the original statement of claim where where the victim alleged um you know that she'd been assaulted by by several players at a hotel after Hockey Canada fundraiser what we saw this week was new details come out in these documents where um the police talked about uh for example in the bar where the victim had met the players um later that night and and um and, you know, w- was having a few drinks with them. There was an, a, a, what's said in the documents to be a well-dressed older gentleman that was partying with the players. And and he had bought rounds of drinks for everyone and at one point had apparently uh, uh, poured a, a shot of alcohol, uh, you know, into her mouth and, and was sort of praising the players and told her to, you know, take care of the player. That was a pretty startling uh, revelation in those documents. Now, they're all allegations. They haven't been tested in court but um, this is what's in in those documents that have been put forward by, by, the, by the london police and um, uh, the, other, the other revelation that I think really surprised a lot of people that we didn't know was that um, the, the hockey Canada, someone from Hockey Canada had communicated to uh, at least one of the players the, nec- the next day that police, that a complaint had been made to the police and into this and that raised a lot of concerns a lot of questions mm-hmm. um, especially among MPs in Ottawa because if we go all the way back to the hearings in June Hockey Canada uh, went to Ottawa and told MPs look we had a hard time investigating this because we didn't know which players were involved we couldn't even determine which players were involved and we decided to settle uh, this 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 whole lawsuit without without knowing you know, uh, what went on and and which players were involved. Whereas these new details indicate, well, they might have at least known some of them uh, because they contacted uh, one of the players uh, to tell them about the police complaint. And so one of the things we've seen this week is MPs in Ottawa really concerned about those comments and whether uh, executives from Hockey Canada who testified in June Were being truthful in their comments, and because they were under oath when they gave that testimony and said we don't know which players involved, and we saw, uh, you know, MPs from all parties expressing concern over this. The most vocal was Conservative MP Kevin Waugh, who who wanted to know who who gave that player the heads up, and if that's the case, uh, why did executives testify in June that they didn't know which players were involved? And then we also saw NDP MP uh, Peter Julian question whether, he, he said the committee is going to be looking into this um, at their next meeting as to whether they need to, you know, potentially speak to Hockey Canada again or maybe look into whether that, that testimony was accurate.
1: Grant, Hockey Canada has been trying to pick up the pieces in the wake of all of the scandals of the last year. This is just one of them. How much of an uphill battle does this now these new revelations about what happened in 2018 create for the new board that's trying so desperately to try to rework the, the image of Hockey Canada and public perception of them?
0: That's a good question. You know, the new board has come in with a message of change. And, you know, they, they've been in place for about a week now. Uh, so, um, uh, you know, they've just started on the job. But, you know, with with these new documents that have come out about the investigation uh in with the London police um it it really raises the question of okay this really won't be over until people are comfortable that they have all the information and that that there's transparency and i think that's the message we've also heard out of ottawa is that you know until there's full transparency on this matter and you know certainly you know mp's think that they have all the information in their investigation of hockey Canada that really, you know, the, the page can't be turned on this. Um, which is, you know, unfortunate in a way because it's dragged on, I think a lot longer than anybody thought it would. Um, mm-hmm. you know, when, when they were originally called to hearings in, in June, I, there wasn't the, the intention at that time wasn't to have hearings for the entirety of the year, but, because of the way the testimony went and and the information they couldn't get out of Hockey Canada, um, you know, over subsequent hearings, you know, July and then uh, October and November, and they they just got more contentious as they went. Um, It necessitated the need to have more conversations with Hockey Canada and the government. And uh, so, you know, as the new board comes in and they sort of preach this message of of change and, you know, wanting to – to to set things straight and work to rebuilding the organization, which um, you know I think everybody would agree they they you know deserve the opportunity to do. It's the question of transparency as they go forward um, is going to be the key question. And and um, you know for example they say they're done their investigation into the matter. Um, what transparency will there be on the results of that investigation? Um, I think that's a question a lot of people are asking right now.
1: What, do you think that there will be justice in this case when it comes to the the 20 the alleged 2018 assault where do you see this going? That's a,
0: a very difficult question. Um it, it I mean it 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 all depends I suppose on 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 the different, you know, definitions uh, of justice, I think. Sure. You know, out, out of Ottawa, you know, um the question is from from the government was why weren't why wasn't this fully investigated and why weren't any of the players held accountable because hockey Canada said in the summer they said in july we believed harm was caused which is why they settled that lawsuit um, and so if they believed harm was caused why hasn't there been any accountability applied right. to it is is the big question now the reason why I sort of hedged the answer off the top there is, you know, we have to remember in, in the, the, the young woman who alleged she was assaulted, um, has not pressed charges and, um, and the lawsuit was settled. And so really it's, it's a question of, you know, would, would she proceed with charges? Um, it's, it's not clear that, um, you know, that, that, uh, she may not want to proceed beyond the lawsuit, which was settled. Um, and that, that's really a question that hangs over this. It's, it's really unclear right now that, you know, as, as people await the results of the London police investigation, um, you know, how will that proceed, um, um, it, you know, based on their findings? Um, that's really unclear right now.
1: When we talk about the revelations now, the new information about this group, this alleged group sexual assault, what were some of the the key things that stuck out to you grant that were that were surprising or that were shocking?
0: In terms of the new things this week, um I think the most surprising one was that the day after the alleged incident, uh, hockey Canada had reached out to one of the players and and said that the police had been contacted with a complaint about the incident, and that you know, as we talked about earlier, that that surprised everybody because uh, Hockey Canada in June had told the government we didn't know any of the players alleged to be involved in this. We could never determine uh, which players um, you know should be part of the investigation, and we didn't get cooperation on the investigation, and that that really inflamed the testimony in in Ottawa in June. It, it MPs had a really hard time believing that answer that hockey and I had no idea which players were involved. And then the suggestion this week in, in the police documents that um that they did reach out to um uh to a player and say that there was a police complaint about the incident uh indicates that as as you know, what MP Kevin Waugh said they they would have known enough to reach out to a player. Now, Hockey Canada, mm-hmm. says, Hockey Canada says they alerted players who were staying, who the room where the incident was alleged to have happened, uh, the room that belonged to them, they alerted those players. Now, what's really interesting about this is that after the player found out there was a police complaint, um, as the police documents state, The player and the the original statement of claims states this as well. The player then reached out to the victim through Instagram and then continued the conversation on text, uh, asking the victim to make the charges go away. And that, I think, has surprised a lot of people that, by finding out from Hockey Canada there had been a, a police complaint, the player then proceeded to, I think in the eyes of of some people, including the victim, put pressure on them to make the complaint go away. That, that was a real, I think, eye-opener in the documents this week in that, you know, um, some people see that as Hockey Canada had given the player a heads-up about the police complaint. Hockey Canada disputes that wording. They said, well, we, we communicated that there had been a complaint. But either way, what it did was it led the player to then reach out to the victim and try to make the, the complaint, try to make them with, withdraw the complaint, essentially.
1: Yeah, the filing says that he he searched the victim out on Instagram, started messaging her there, and then later texted her to ask if she'd gone to police and then urged her, at least in her interpretation, to make that complaint go away. The revelations continue to be damning. The story continues to be just dogged in lots of scandal. Grant, thank you so much for making the time to discuss these new revelations. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks so much. Thanks for having me.